Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sue, we have a very special guest in the studio with us. This evening, which is awesome when we have people drop by in person, the state treasurer, Vivek Malik, is with us, the first person of color to hold that statewide office or any statewide office. Originally from India, his story is amazing, but we're going to get updates on some of the things that the office does this afternoon. Vivek, how are you? I am doing great. Thank you, Mark, and uh, thank you to all our listeners. Great to see you in person. I always like to just because I think it's, it is a great story, and, and we've told it before just in synopsis form. Your great American story that kind of brought you here to this country, to Missouri, and to this office in Jefferson City. I came in pursuit of higher education, and uh, America was a choice of place to come for that. I came to the United States back in 20, 2002 to pursue my master's in business administration at Southeast Missouri State University in Cape Girardeau. That time I came only with $300 in my pocket and two suitcases, and from there I went on to get a law degree at University of Illinois. And then just as any American put my head down, worked hard during the last 18 years, was in practice of law, helped thousands of people. And uh, through that, my hard work was recognized, and I got an opportunity to serve when Governor Parson appointed me to the SEMA Board of Governors. And uh, I served on the board for three years when this opportunity came open and applied for that, was interviewed, and was picked to serve as the 48th state treasurer of the state of Missouri. Now, you will run for election this year in November, correct? Uh, In August is the primary. Oh, I forgot about the primary. Yeah, I should mention that. Right. There's a primary first and then um, general election in November. So, obviously, you're, you're liking the gig. You're running for election. One thing that comes up, this concerns me because I, I want people to be informed. We love your story. I think anyone informed is going to say, Vivek Malik, oh, my God, what a great story. Uh, we're going to vote for him. But there is there are people that see your name or they, they may see it's a person of color. Unfortunately, this does happen. Might decide that's not someone they vote for. Have you thought about that or what would you say about that? Because it's a real thing. There's there's no doubt that that could have an effect if someone's not educated on who you are. How do you counter that? I, when I came to this country and when I took the oath of uh, citizenship in this country, these issues have never been a point of contention That's for good, me. That's good, though. That's awesome. And I have always been colorblind. That was the first issue I took up at SEMA as well when they took up, uh, when they were promoting uh, staff and faculty. There was a column that talked about ethnicity. And my first question uh, at the board uh, meeting was, do you get any extra points from being a from being a certain ethnicity? And the answer was no. And then I said, why then we have this uh, column here? A good question, right? And I said, I have, and then we took up that motion right away. 
uh, without having uh, that uh, thing on the agenda. And we uh, deleted that column that we do not, we are Americans. I think we need to get away from this hyphenation, African-American, Asian-American, uh, white Americans, brown I Americans. I, agree. I think yes. once you are an American, you are an American. And this is what I liked about what Ronald Reagan said. This is the only country that gives you that opportunity to be an American from wherever you come from this world. Once you are an American, you are an American. And I think we need to stop using these hyphenations. You, you said something that caught my ear when you said the oath of you know, citizenship, because I, I mentioned this a couple of times last year. One game, I was at Bush Stadium during a Cardinals game, and there were a bunch of people lined up before the game taking the oath of citizenship. And there, there wasn't a person in that damn stadium that wasn't proud of that and inspired, and they loved it. But there seems to be a, a big challenge on the part of the American left and in the legacy media to separate a great story like yours with legal immigration and what's happening in our border currently. And that's a traversity and that's a tragedy what we have on our southern border. I think this does not give any incentive for people to do it legally. When somebody like me who came to this country legally as an international student worked hard and it took me 16 years to obtain my citizenship and today you just just can cross the border yeah. from southern mexico from mexico into the southern border and and within 5 years you can be a us citizen i think what is the incentive for somebody to do it legally i know that that's part of the problem well let's talk a little bit about the state treasurer's office and some of the things that you have done the um the Mobux program, and I don't know enough about what happened this week, so we're going to count on you to explain this, but I do remember seeing something in our local paper that said that there was high demand that prompted you and your office from stopping taking small business loan applications because it was sort of overwhelmed. So what really happened there? I don't really trust the local paper. i got to go to you and find out what <laughs> sure, happened. Sure. So what happened is uh, Mobux program has been in place for almost 40 years. It has been. It was started by Treasurer Wendell Bailey back in 1984. First treasurer I ever covered, by the way, Wendell Bailey. <laughs> great man. Great, yeah. great man. I, I admire him very much for the things he did. Is he still around, by the yes, way? Yes, yes. Oh, I wow. had a great meeting with him about a couple of months ago. Oh, that's nice. Plane, so... Uh, so, uh, so it has been of interest for a lot of years, but uh, since our interest rates were low historically for a long period of time, Mobux was not that actively pursued. But last couple of years, since the interest rates started shooting up, uh, Mobux became more relevant. And uh, last year, uh, we saw uh, quite an upsurge in the Mobux applications, but our aggregate cap in, in the Mobux program is $800 million dollars. It was never hit. This year, we hit, hit right that away. cap back, back in May of 2023. Wow. So uh, we had some uh, uh, loans that matured. We, we had that money come back in. So we had about $125 million, and we decided to reopen the Mobux application process starting January 2nd. Uh, and January 2nd at 10 a.m., we opened the portal to accept applications. And believe it or not, within six hours, all hundred and $25 million, approximately about that amount of time, amount of money gone in applications. Now, that was after, wow. and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was after you reduced the maximum from $10 million to $5 million to give more opportunities That's for businesses, correct, right? To stretch the dollars so right. that more, more businesses can take advantage of that. But we received 142 qualified applications, 96 applications for small businesses, 39 applications for ag businesses, and about six applications for affordable housing. 
and, and that, uh, that all money was called for. The, the interest rates are lower, which is the appeal here. Are there any other conditions that are put on the loans? Uh, so the interest rates, how it works is uh, the interest rates is dropped by about 30% on those loans. So it is not the beneficiary who makes the application, the loanee that makes the application. The banks make that application to us. So if you are a, a small business, you will go to your bank, you ask for, let's say, a $100,000 loan. The bank approves the loan, but the interest rate is 9%. The bank, in turn, makes an application for more bucks. Oh, okay. We put in a CD for that amount with the bank at a lower rate of return for us, like a percent or percent and a half, whereas the market rate for a CD is about 5%. Right, right, right. right. So that difference of 3.5% is transferred over to the beneficiary loanee, and thereby their uh, rate of interest drops from 9% to 5.5%. So is this then, you know, I'm not very smart, but I'm going to ask this. So does that mean, is the demand then higher in your ability to do this more because interest rates have gone up and you get that CD rate? That is correct. Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, and uh, I also did a fall tour of about 44 counties across rural Missouri uh, to uh, to advocate for this program, to re-educate folks about this program. So I met with chamber folks, banks, uh, uh, county officials, and uh, kind of re-educated on this program. We don't have a marketing budget, so I was the marketing person for this program across the state. And I think that generated a lot of interest. In so people. you're asking, um, look, there's a lot of things that government does that I would certainly question, but this seems to be a pretty good program, and you're asking the legislature to increase the limit. It's now $800 million to $1.2 billion. Uh, is that realistic? Uh, yes, because this is the money we manage in our office. Uh, this is the state's money that we manage. It's right now about $17 billion, and this is the money. Uh, parts of the money that we invest, a, a portion of that money also goes into Mobux. This is not an appropriations that we are asking from the budget of the state. This is the money that we have. We would like that money to be put in the bucket of the Mobux so that we can help more uh, So it's businesses. not new taxpayer dollars no, that they're no, saying, no, okay, we're going to give no. this to your office. That makes a difference. That's yes, big. No, so, it is not a money that we are asking for. But that is something that has to clear the legislature and it's yes, not something the governor can do. That is correct. Okay. So it has to go through the legislature to get that appropriation for us to use the money that is with the state treasurer's office to put it in a certain, in a different investment bucket, which is in the CDs with the banks. It's called linked deposits. And uh, uh, and that way we will be able to help more businesses, small business across the state and more farmers across the state, especially in these high times of inflation and, and uh, high interest rates. Absolutely. Vivek Malik is here. He's the state treasurer of Missouri. What is the, I mean, you have to obviously. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Keep track of default rates and things like that as far as getting the money back. Are there challenges there or not? No, because it is a CD for us. We our, our dealings are with banks. We uh, the the um, uh, the deposit for, is for five years, but the, it's a CD which is renewable every year. So it is a little complex process to work through. But but it, our dealing is with banks, uh, and I'm very proud to say in last 37 years or so, there has not been even a single default on these loans. That's impressive. All right, so there's another program that the state has, which uh, we're talking about Mobux there, but it's MOSERS. And I want you to explain that acronym and then what you're kind of hoping for there, because there's obviously some issues related to China there, right? Yeah, so MOSERS is the board, which is basically the Missouri State Employees uh, Retirement System. And uh, I sit on the Mosher's board as an ex-officio member, a voting ex-officio member. And uh, Mosher's uh, last year has divested from uh, issue on based on issues like ESG. And mm-hmm. this year, as things have evolved with China, how the Chinese economy has been performing, uh, what the threats we are facing, having China as an adversary, uh, I took uh, it upon myself to make a motion to the board to to divest from China, which is a wise thing, because as I talked in my previous interview with you, when I took office, I uh, I said my policy statement in the office will be three Ps. The first will be to protect taxpayers' dollars, and which also extends to protecting the retirees' money. And I want to make sure that 140,000 of our retirees existing and all our retired personnel, their money is safeguarded, so they, they, they get the best rate of the return on on their retirements. And part of that was to make sure that we are not investing anything in China because, and my decision was based completely on statistics and numbers. Over the last 15 years or so, we have seen uh, not a rate of return on the investment in China when we talk about emerging markets. So any investment in the emerging markets with China has been has not been doing any good than uh, investment in right. emerging markets without China. So I said, why are we still investing in that? When so is that taking, final then? Did the board agree? Yes, we have okay. agreed, and this was passed, and we have started the divestment process from China. And nice. now nice. I have also urged other retirement system across the state to do the same. What else is going on that you want to communicate here with the audience in the state treasurer's office? So uh, our legislative uh, priorities this uh, uh, session will be to make sure that there are, there are a couple, few China, China divestment bills, uh, and I will be supporting those concepts as they come along, depending on what uh, stance they are taking. And apart from that, our main effort will be on these two bills that have been uh, already presented to the legislature, one in Senate, one in the House, to increase the MOBUX capacity to uh, 1.2 billion, getting an additional infusion of 400 million, so that we can help these economic engines of our state, the small businesses yeah, and awesome. the farmers. Well, Vivek Malik is the uh, state treasurer of Missouri. Thank you for coming in and sharing some of this. Are you ready? You know, this is a uh, politics is a different game. You know, I've been exposed to it for decades now. It's a blood sport, as they say. A couple of times people have asked me over the years, would you like to maybe run for this? I'm like, hell no, I can't ask people for money, which is a tough part. I asked this and I set it up this way because it's different to, to campaign and right. You have to ask people for money. You ready for that? And what dynamics are you are you concerned about there? 
I I I have no concern at this point. I think uh, it's it's a it needs to be a healthy competition, and it's all about competition. And I think the best person should get it because as long as you have the best interest of people in heart at heart, and you are there to do the right thing, uh, you should not be fearful. Yeah, but of see, sometimes for me, this is just my gut. All right, so I don't I don't know you very well. We've met a few times, but it seems like you're someone who wants to do the right thing and you want to run this office and you're doing a job. There are ladder climbers in politics too, and I don't know. I'm not going to discount your um, possibility of getting to the governor's office or something. But usually, a lot of state lawmakers stuff they get into these races because they're looking for that next opportunity, right? Not necessarily to do the job. My goal when I got into this thing was looking for the next generation, my kids. And the the American dream that I have lived in this country, the second phase of my life of last 22 years, and looking back, I, ha- I have everything. I, I, all I can say is the gratitude I have the op- for the opportunities I received in this country. And I want to make sure that those opportunities exist for the next generation. And the next generation is also grateful for those opportunities and for them to realize what they have. As I tell my kids every day that you do not understand that what you have being born in this country, that you have already won a lottery ticket, you're standing on the third base. And for that, for them to understand that, it needs to come from a different different perspective. And I bring that different perspective coming as an immigrant to this country and making it happen with my hard work, uh, uh, my my perseverance and, and that grit. Matt, you're so right about that. You think that resonates with the kids? Uh, I, uh, that's what you we are trying every though, day. Right? You, have yeah. to, you have to drill it down every day so that they realize and ground it on this. It's such a great man. Like, I, I was very um, advantaged because my ex-wife works for Wash U, so my kids got to go to Mizzou for free because of that. They could have gone to Wash U. They, they're my brain, so they weren't smart enough to get into Wash U. But I bring it up because with both boys who are now out of college, they're 27, about to be 27, and 24, I had the uh, the golden ticket speech to them. I said, look— you're going to graduate from college and you're not going to have any debt. That You have no idea how important that is. And I framed it around some of the messaging that you just addressed about America and yes. you know the potential to, to really move forward. Uh, and I think that those are so important messages. And I think a lot of us feel, Vivek, and I, I know that you're exposed to this a lot, there's so many young people in this country that don't have that appreciation for what this country is about, right? And I would tell you, Mark, I, I mean, you tell me which other place you can go on this planet and say, I can achieve whatever I want. Yeah, rhetorical to. question. There's Ex- no place. No place. No place. Exactly. Thank and you that's for what coming. These in. people need to understand. Absolutely, Vivek. It's great to see. You. And we also cleared up because I, I started real early in, making it a goal for me to pronounce the other Vivek's name correctly, Ramaswamy. I said because it was Vivek for a long time. But I also thought that you were Vivek and he was Vivek. But your your name is pronounced correctly, Vivek, like cake, right? That's correct. So I know that now, and I appreciate that. What do you think of Ramaswamy, by the way? Well, uh, Ramasamy, I, I think the grass, grassroots work that he's doing to uh, to create that dialogue for people to understand where this country needs to be, I, I think I that's think, great. So, I, you know, that's I've got point. some issues with him a little bit, um, but I've grown to like him the more I've got to know him. And I bring it up because this is like the Vivek Hour on 97.1 FM Talk. I have, a couple of days ago I used for this segment, I have Audio Cut of the Day. It comes up here at the end of the show. And I use Vivek, and Sue, you know this, it was this great exchange with this Washington Post reporter who was challenging him on white supremacy, and he just laid this reporter out. Well, then an NBC reporter tries to go back to the well on that topic, and he, it was mic drop. He just slayed her, and I'm going to play some of that audio coming up because he does a good job. He's a little bit more aggressive maybe than than your messaging, but he's a smart guy, and um, I like the messaging. But Vivek, great to see you. Thank you so much for coming in. Come see us anytime. 
Thank you, We Mark. love the effort to, to make it in the studio in person, so that's appreciated. And thank you, and Happy New Year to all of you. You too, too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.